Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily, right here. Uh, Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following, and as you could tell, we're in our cool podcast studio, which I think Tucker and I have done one podcast episode so far. I know Go Birds is in here sometimes, and a lot of the Beck UL shows, which is why I uh, I was thinking about that as we started the show. But I wanted to talk today about the Eagles and the coordinator situation because, look, the Eagles are 2-0, and I think for a lot of people, that's that's all that matters. Our 2-0 is 2-0, but it doesn't look right. It doesn't look like it did last year. They don't look as dominant, and it's hard not to look at the two guys that were here last year, Shane Steichen on the offensive end, and Jonathan Gannon on the defensive end and say, all right, is this a bigger issue than we thought? And again, I we'll get to the defensive side in a second with Gannon. And I know people don't like Jonathan Gannon, but did the Eagles actually upgrade with these two two new coordinators? And I think through two weeks, the obvious answer is they haven't. Now, maybe the gap can be made up. It could be just like last year. And it's just a matter of, you know, continuity and the players they have on the, on the field. But right now they don't look as good on either side of the football. Let, let's start with the offense because that's the one that hit me. I think it hit Tucker yesterday watching. So the Eagles offense so far has been choppy, up and down, not great. You know, those we could all use all those kind of words. Meanwhile, in Indianapolis, Shane Steichen has the Colts at one and one. They won yesterday. They are averaging more yards per play this season than the Eagles, despite having a rookie quarterback who then got hurt yesterday and was replaced by Gardner Minshew. You look at the weapons on the Colts right now, you know, Michael Pittman's okay. I think Tucker and I had Alec Pierce on our fantasy team last year, which we didn't do very well. Um, and then they have a couple guys, that either rookies or you've never heard of before, and they're moving the football more efficiently than, than the Eagles are. So you wonder about Shane Steichen. Then you look here, and the offense has been choppy so far. And it, Tucker, it's really it's just hard for me not to look at it. Elliot and I talked about it on, on the midday show today. It's, it's really hard for me not to look at the Eagles offense the past three years at the games Steichen calls the plays. Versus when he does, right? We have two games of sample this year. He's not here anymore. Right. And then at the beginning of the 2021 season, this is a top five offense or top five to seven offense, I would say, in totality with Shane Steichen calling plays. And it feels like a bottom 15, you know, or like middle of the pack to worse offense when he's not calling plays. Yeah, it's just, it feels like pulling teeth sometimes. And yeah. that was never the case last year, right? Like everything last year went incredibly easy, incredibly smooth. And you look at the the playmakers and the talent they have offensively, it shouldn't be tough. And yeah, watching the the Colts yesterday, you would almost forget they had a rookie quarterback. Like the way Anthony Richardson commanded that offense in the first first quarter and the first half until he went out, it kind of looked I don't want to say it looked like Jalen Hurts last year because Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate, but yep. went, man, that was easy. That that went really smooth. That that was great. And I just I look at what they've done so far with Brian Johnson and credit him for, you know, really leaning on the run and just finding something that works on Thursday night against Minnesota and just, just, you know, rolling with it. But yeah, it's worrisome because I think there's just a, a clear line of demarcation, right? There's a clear variable right now that the Eagles offense isn't working as well as it's supposed to. And I think the guy that everyone thinks or the guy that everyone knows is best at fixing it. It's currently the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, he's not here, and that means Brian Johnson is. And I don't think any of us know exactly right now how much of this and the choppiness on offense is Brian Johnson's fault versus how much is Jalen Hurts' fault versus how much is Nick Sirianni's fault. But there's something missing here. It just It's not flowing as well. The passing game has really been disappointing through the first couple games. And it's a smaller sample, but you know, today on the show we were going back, Elliot and I, 
and we were looking at Jalen Hurts' first couple games last year versus this year. And it, it's a stark difference. And it's not so much touchdown passes, because I think it took Hurts like three or four weeks last year to start racking up touchdown throws. But I think he's thrown for about 200 less yards the first two games. And he's run for about 70 less yards. There's just less explosiveness to the offense. And, you know, what, I think we had this false sense of, of security on offense. Okay, most of the players are back. So, like, just kind of plug and play. Well, defenses have adjusted to that offense. They have to adjust back now. And I think there's something, there's a skill to setting up the defense as as an offensive play caller. I always thought Doug Peterson was great at this. Like, is, is Doug the smartest offensive play caller? Like, is he the most original play designer in the world? Nah, no, I don't think so. You know, we know a lot of what he does and what he did. You know, he took from the Andy Reid playbook and that tree. And, that, and that's fine. It's effective. But I thought Doug was really good at is setting up the defense, running one thing and making it look like one thing. And then he comes back with something else and the defense doesn't know what's coming. It's, it's Shanahan does that well. McVay does it very well in terms of setting up a, a defense. And Doug did it really well. Still does. I'm not sure if Brian Johnson is is failing at that or not at that point yet, but they have to fix it because, you know, we'll get to the defense. If the defense continues to allow points and yards, the offense is going to have to pick up the slack. I mean, I think that's coming into the year, that was an expectation. The offense would carry them while the defense found their way. And I'm not really sure if that's happened yet. Tucker, it's really weird to look at this team through two weeks because they've won and they've been successful in some areas, but a lot of this is just turnover stuff. Like they have gotten incredible turnover luck the first couple of weeks that they, I'll just put it this way. They need to play better to keep winning games. Cause if they keep putting the same offensive defense, you know, efficiency on the field, they won't keep winning at this rate. No, we, I think we talked about it after week one, that the reason they won was because of the turnovers and they, they got thoroughly outplayed um, by the Patriots. You kind of look at, at every offensive category. Yep. Mac Jones and that offense outplayed Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. And you look at last week, and sure, it might have looked like a blowout, and they scored like 20 points in like a three-minute span, but it was all aided because they lost four fumbles. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings literally handed that game to the Eagles towards the end of the second quarter and into the third, and that isn't something I don't th I think you can count on, right? Like, I don't think you can count on a guy losing four fumbles every week. So it it's become a weird situation because, sure, you are what your record says you are, but... I also think the Eagles are incredibly lucky. And I don't know, certainly maybe they deserve the benefit of the doubt because of what they did last year. But I think you look at the Eagles and compare them to teams like San Francisco, who's played really well. You compare them to Dallas, who's been unbelievable through two weeks. And I wouldn't put them in that echelon. Like, I wouldn't put them in that tier with them right now. I think they're a step behind the two teams that they want to compete with for the NFC title. Well, I agree. Um, Peter King has power rankings today. Dallas won. I think San Francisco, two. The Eagles below that. One quick thing on, on the offense, just in terms of how they're winning and how it doesn't really feel sustainable this way. And then we'll get to the defense. Because I know Tucker and I both liked Steichen. And I'm not surprised we agree they missed Steichen. I'm curious what he thinks about the other side of the football. But how about this stat? And this blew me away. So the Eagles, I'm, I'm going to make sure I had it. I pulled it up here on my phone. The Eagles became the first team in 12 years to win a game while having four or fewer first downs passing the ball. Obviously, they had a lot of running first downs on Thursday and allowing 21 or more points. Like typically, you can win a game like that, but it's probably more low scoring. So this game was higher scoring, yet they won it with only four or less, uh, you know, fewer passing first downs. The last time a team did that was the 2011 Broncos. When I say that, you know, you know what comes to mind. Tim Tebow. It's a Tebow. Like, the last time we saw a win like that in the NFL was, like, the height of Tebow mania. It's just hard to win like that in the NFL. 
The offense is better. I think they miss Shane Steichen a lot. All right, let's go to the defense. I mentioned that right now the Eagles are having, they have less yards per play on offense than the Colts, which is surprising because the Eagles must be way better than the Colts offensively. Steichen's obviously a variable there. The Eagles are also allowing more yards per play on defense than Jonathan Gannon's Arizona Cardinals. Look, it's been two games. The Cardinals faced off against the Commanders, Sam Howell, the Giants, Daniel Jones, you know, mediocre and then below that kind of quarterback. So it's not crazy they've gotten off to an okay start and they have lost both their games. What do we make of this? Because I, I think people just assumed, a lot of fans assumed, anything's better than Jonathan Gannon. And I'm I'm going to say I'm going to place less blame right now on Desai than I do the offense on the coaching. Because I think the coaching is getting out coached on offense. I think Desai's big issue right now is personnel. I think he's. I think they're lacking a personnel compared to what Gannon here last year. Gannon might might be better scheming than anyone gave him credit for. His teams are in these games somehow in Arizona. But Tucker, I'm I'm less that this is because they don't have Gannon and more because I I think Desai's in a bad spot personnel wise. Like he's at without Avante Maddox now. The safety position has been not so good so far. I mean, Blankenship was pretty good the first week, but they don't have they didn't have him the second week. They're just weak at linebacker. They're weak at safety. And at corner, they've got a lot of young guys right now. And Hassan Reddick hasn't done anything yet. So I, I'm i not in the camp that they miss Gannon yet. I just, the reality is their defense is not playing well enough. Yeah, and I, I like you said, I don't think it's a scheme issue when we see guys getting open. I mean, Justin Jefferson's getting open because he's matched up on Mario Goodrich. Right. So like, I don't think there's any shame in Mario Goodrich getting burned by Justin Jefferson because cornerbacks much better than him ha- have tried and failed. But... Yeah, I, I think the big issue with this defense right now is the personnel. Because only the guys that lost, and guys like Marcus Epps and TJ Edwards, who we probably didn't think that highly of going into last year, you see what they're doing in, in their new stops, and you think, man, like having a guy like that yep. in the middle of this defense or on the back end of this defense would really be beneficial right now. And they just don't have it. And I think another thing that really benefited this defense last year was just the number of sacks. And even though they've done a decent job at pressuring quarterbacks, they just haven't gotten home. And maybe that was a bit of luck last year. Maybe the coverage was so great that quarterbacks were holding on to mm-hmm. the ball to the point where the Eagles could get home and Hassan Reddick could rack up 16 sacks in the regular season. But I think so far, I mean, outside of the young defensive tackles who have played really well, Darius Slay obviously had that interception week one. I don't know if anyone else has stepped up and, and played really well. And I know we talked a lot last year as, is Jonathan Gannon a really good defensive coordinator because his players are all pros or... Are the players all pro because Jonathan Gannon's a really good defensive coordinator? And I think right now, through two weeks, I'm not a fan of Jonathan Gannon, but outside of Fletcher Cox and a couple other defensive tackles, has anyone taken a step forward for, from how they played a year ago of no. the returning guys? I don't think so. Yeah, maybe Blankenship could be that. Uh, but again, he got banged up. He only played the one game. And th- if there's one thing, the Gannon thing, compared to Cy, and we'll see how it plays out. They didn't, even when they didn't have much talent on defense in 2021, Gannon had a thing where it seemed like they never got torched by anyone but really good quarterbacks. And that frustrated everyone, right? Because they couldn't stop Dak. They couldn't stop, stop Tom Brady and all and Patrick Mahomes. But Baker Mayfield types, and that leads us to a week three game coming up a week from now. Baker Mayfield would never put 30 on a Gannon defense with the Eagles, whether it be 2021 or, or 2022. Like, they won that game. They found a way to just contain mediocre Bridgewater type of quarterbacks so I think this is a litmus test coming up for, for Sean to sign this defense. I know it's limited. They don't have what they need at linebacker and safety right now, and the pass rush needs to get better. But 
like, you know, they can't let Baker Mayfield throw for 300. They let Mac Jones throw for nearly 400, if not for a pick six or a guy stepping out of bounds. Mac Jones throws for 400 against this defense in week one. Kirk Cousins nearly threw for 400. I, I think everyone right now is like, all right, we'll give Sean Desai some time. We Tucker and I agree they don't have the right personnel. I, I, I don't think people are going to give Sean Desai the time of day or just like give him patience if Baker Mayfield throws for 350 next Monday night. that Baker feels like the line, Tucker, where Sean Desai, the grace period ends. Like, they can't let Baker go off. Yeah, and, and I credit Ruben Stat for, or Ruben Frank for... No, I think his name is Ruben Stat. His name should be Ruben Stat Frank. <laughs> That's way better. I think it just fits more I'm calling better. that from now on. Um, but, but he tweeted out this stat, I think, yesterday, that last year the Eagles allowed over 240 passing yards once all year. It was against the Cowboys on Christmas, which was a, a yeah. high-scoring affair. Lost 40-33. to 33. They've allowed 300 yards in back-to-back games passing. Like, this is something that we didn't see at all last year. And and them winning have kind of, you know, forced us to, to maybe turn a blind eye to that. And winning cures all. But right now, through two weeks, you have a defense that has put up two performances that we never saw last year, save for one game on Christmas Eve. I mean, this is back-to-back performances now where I think if you put it next to what they did a year ago, it would rank at the bottom, or at least near the bottom. Yeah, they, they look, they they have a coordinator issue on offense right now. I don't think they have one yet on defense, but that'll be determined. Sean decides got to get this defense playing better, even with limited personnel. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following, of course, our YouTube page, which is where you're watching this one right now, the 94 WIP YouTube page. Subscribe, follow, daily podcasts on the WIP daily feed, including our new podcast studio. And who knows, next time we might be wearing Eagles helmets. There's a rumor out there that could happen. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon on WIP daily.